Imagine living in a small fishing village in Mexico and being introduced to pickleball when three Canadians needed a fourth player. From that point, pickleball literally changed Emmanuel Sanchez's life. Let's get to the intro so we can hear his inspiring journey. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Emmanuel Sanchez. Emmanuel, I'm going to let you jump right into your story in terms of how you got started in pickleball and how long ago that was. Yeah, well, I'm growing in in Ixtapas, Iguatanejo, and it's a very small fisherman town. And I grow like a soccer player all my life. And I found pickleball one day, <laughs> like I play basketball with my friends for fun. And I saw three players playing pickleball in the other, at the core. And they invite me to play pickleball. And on that time, I don't speak any English. I don't understand. I don't know what they say. And they say, hey, come on, we need one more. And, and I say, no entender, no comprendo. So they invite me to play the first day, and I remember how I hit my balls <laughs> like a crazy. And I played for like a two weeks with them. And the next year they come back and they play a game pickable, and they call me, hey, we need a one local player so you want to play and i say yes let's play and i play for like a month again and the third year they leave all the stuff in siwatanejo and they told me hey if you want you can sell you can uh, rent or you can use this equipment so i keep three portable nets 12 paddles and some balls and uh, i'm a star to talk with my wife and I say, hey, I have all the nets in the room, let's play. And she say, no, because I don't know how to play and nobody know this sport. So I'm gonna start with my wife and I got my first daughter. She was like a three years ago. She was three years and we start playing together for like two days and another friends they join with us and my nephews they join too so in the second month i got like a 35 locals playing pickleball in the basketball court and after that i i start to make like a club with the, all the tourists because in the winter it's a lot of tourists in that area so I played like an everyday pickleball and I bring the nets and I put everything ready. So what happened after you and your family and some of your friends started playing? So when the tourists come in, we have pickleball. And after that, like three years later, I saw how big is the pickleball, how big is the sport. And I said to my wife, I want to be one of like a, one of the best pickable players 
in my country and why not play a tournament in US? So after that, I got the opportunity to to be the pro in in one pickable resort in uh, between Los and La Paz, and the name is. So I was the pro there for like a two and a half year, but uh, on that time I learned a lot. I learned English and I traveled to Canada. It was my first trip with my family outside of the of my country. So that was one of the best experience of my life because I, the people who show me play pickleball, they are from Canada. So every year they say, hey, come to our house, stay with us. But, you know, for us, the life is a little different. And one day I call them and I say, we are on the way. <laughs> so all my dreams is coming after that. That's really an incredible story, but I know there's much more to it than that. So I'm going to ask you again, what happened next? And then I found another person who is like my mentor. And he's, he's one of the big pieces on my life. His name is Matthew Blum. And he contacted me on Facebook. And he said, I want to go to Mexico to have a clinic with you. And I said, how come? I said, you have the best court in the world. You have everything. What do you want to come to Mexico and with me? He said, because I like you. And I really want to show everybody the real Mexico. So after that, he was there. He was there for like a week and I I worked with him for like a week. And after that, he told me, hey, Emmanuel, what do you want? Because I know you love Pickable and you love your family, but what is your dream? And I said, well, my dream is play that tournament in the U.S. And so he asked me, what do you need? And I said, well, I need, I need money to buy my passport and my visa because I need to go to the big city, to Mexico City. It's like eight hours driving. And it's, for us, it's a lot of money. So after the clinic, he gave me one envelope with money. And he said, okay, you can follow your dream. So you can use this money for other things. So in the next week, I got my passport. And three weeks later, I called him and I say, hey, Matthew, I got my visa. <laughs> so after that, everything changed. And he made one trip for me to U.S. and was very difficult because on that time, my English was very uh, <laughs> like a, it's just little, not, not too much English for me on that time. So. I remember he buy my ticket to Los Angeles and I played in San Diego, my first tournament in Bobby Riggs tennis club. And one of my friends picked me up in the airport and I take a train and I, I met another person 
but Matthew make all my trip down. So I'm stop in different places in different houses and I met new people. And now all that person is like a, my family. And every time if I come back to US, I have like a, like a thousand friends. And then they say, hey, come stay with us. And now I play tournaments around the country and I won some medals. I got last two weeks, we played in Cincinnati and we got one bronze and one gold in men's um, doubles and singles. And last weekend we played in here in Atlanta and we got two goals with uh, my partner and I, we got in men's doubles, we got gold and I got gold on singles. So right now, my dream is true. And now my next step is to make my own pickable court. Now, what's going to be involved in putting together your own pickleball court? I would imagine down in your, that small town that you live in, that fisherman's village, what, what do you have to do? And already I have the land just... I'm thinking how I can figure out this because it's I need to put some money on the table to make this core, but I have all the project. I have almost everything ready. So with that core, I think Pickable is change, change in my place in Siwatanejo because we don't have any permanent or any dedicated Pickable court because we played in the basketball court. And it's only portable nets. But for us, we don't care. I love it. And many friends, they ask me, how do you play good when you play it in the basketball court? And I say, well, this is like when the people play soccer in in the field, like when you don't have a grass, it's difficult to have the control. But when you got it, it's easier. It's like for me, my the balls is always escape, and it's too many lines and too many things, people around the core. And but for me, I love it, and I think the people really enjoy it every time when they play it in Siwatanejo. So I try to do this quick. So I don't know if you need something else. That's actually. A great story. And I'm going to follow up with a number of questions because pickleball often says, or people often say about pickleball that it changes their lives. Clearly, that's been the case with you. But give me the timeline. I mean, when the first people came and said they needed a fourth, the ones from Canada, and you started to play for the very first time, how long ago was that? Nine years ago. And then in terms of Nine years ago. So when, how long did it take you to get from the first time that you played to actually arrive in the U.S. and play pickleball at a tournament? Um, three years later. Okay. So, so actually pretty, pretty quick. And now it sounds like you're actually, would you come to the U.S. for a few weeks or a month or something and play a bunch of tournaments or how is it working for you nowadays? On that time? Like like right now, you said you're in Atlanta. No. Do you come for a month or come for a few weeks? Or Okay, on this time, it's only for three weeks. But I try to make longer 
I try to have more time here because I normally come one time a year now. But uh, yeah, normally it's 15 to to one month. Yeah, last year I was here for like a month. Now you said earlier too that you kind of laughed when you said the first time you played how you were hitting the ball. How were you hitting the ball? Well, I never play any racket sport in my life. I was a soccer player. I play a semi-professional soccer. <laughs> but I imagine how I can hit the ball like like my feet because I like the spin. And I imagine and I try to figure out. But it was like a... Right now, I understand when some people is in the court and they say, I never play any racket sport and they hit the ball like, and it's like, uh, okay, I got it. I remember something like I passed on that way before. <laughs> Sounds like you could definitely relate to their difficulties in that case. But obviously you came a long way because your goal was to become one of the best players in Mexico. Is there a national type event in Mexico? Yeah, I played. Four years ago, the national tournament, because we have a different federation or associations, and they make a, like a national tournament. And I won on singles and mixed doubles. And I lost in men's double, but I played again next year on that time. And I won, I won gold. So. I got the the three division goal in the Mexican National Championship, and I on that time I played with one kid. He was 15 years, and now he's one of the top players in our country in Mexico. Yeah. Any idea how many people are playing pickleball now in Mexico? In Mexico, like like maybe a thousand. I'm talking about Mexican people live in Mexico, like a thousand or more. Yeah. So it is growing, it sounds like. And then you also mentioned your mentor. And actually, I have had Matthew Bloom on the podcast before. And it sounds like he was really key to spurring you on. But I'm curious because he came down to Mexico to do a clinic with you for a week. What did you learn from Matthew? Because I know not only is he a great pickleball player, but he has a great spirit about him. And he thinks about life, I think, very differently than a lot of people. Well, he's the same on pickleball. But I really, I really enjoyed how is him. He can give you something, but maybe I can... I cannot say how I don't have the war, but I feel something different. But also he play very aggressive. I like when he play very aggressive because he have a lot of power and he used the blade, the paddle, he called the blade because it's a longer paddle. And the most important is the sweet spot in the paddle. Very true. Very true. Now, I'm curious, which paddle, pickleball paddle, do you use? I use the Pursuit X 6.0 Engage. 
Yeah, nice. I'm also an engaged fan, and shortly here I will be trying out that that paddle. But it sounds like you you had a dream a few years ago. It was to come to the U.S. and play in a tournament. You had mentioned that your next dream is to make your own court. So what are some of the other challenges in doing that? Well, the first thing is the money. That is my big goal because already I have some, but it's not enough. But I have a big dream on that place. Like I want to make like a like a small hotel and put a beautiful bar for everybody and make I don't know maybe some pool but already I'm gonna start with this that is a big dream I mean it sounds like you want to basically put together a small resort and it sounds like it could be an incredible place and I hope you are able to achieve that dream what is it are you still teaching pickleball down there in Mexico well, pickable is my life now. I work only in pickable. I run the club. I have people almost every day, and I teach over there. I make all the programs. I have tournaments. I have clinics. I have lessons. I have. I do everything, but it's only on pickable. And also, I try to show everybody how beautiful is. Siguatanejo, it's where I'm from. And I love fishing and I love the ocean and I like spur fishing, I like surfing and I like everything. So when I have time, I I am in the ocean. <laughs> now, which club are you currently teaching at? Well, the name is Picable Mexico Ixtapas. Okay. And one of the things that I'll ask you, is there a a link that you can send me to so we could hopefully send some more people your way okay i work only for me Facebook is my big door facebook open all my windows i don't have any website yet because i want to start to do all this when i make the core i want to do everything right but right now on Facebook, it's so easy for me, or email too, but I work more with Facebook. It's easier. Okay, so people should just put in your name, Emmanuel Sanchez Pickleball in Facebook, and that should come up? Just Emmanuel Pickleball. <laughs> Even easier, Emmanuel Pickleball. Mm-hmm. All right, well, anything else that we should know, what the Pickleball Fire podcast audience should know? Well, I need to say thank you to all my friends because I I have a lot of friends and they support me all the time and I'm so glad to be here and you don't imagine maybe this is a little bit but pickable change my life like like 200% on my life but also I have another project I have another idea. So I want to put this on the on on the court. We have a one community close to the court. It's the dump, and I know it's 
a lot of poor kids and I want to do something big. I want to bring some, I want to make like a professional pickable player for, from that place. I don't know if it's one or it's 10, but I want to do something big with that community. Um, that is my next goal. Now, are you currently working with some of those kids? I run some programs with kids in in Cihuatanejo. I do this for free with all the kids. So some parents, they say, hey, can we pay you something? And I say, no, this is because I really love my job. And I want to say thank you to, to myself. I don't know. Just I do this because I do this with my heart and I really love people. But also, uh, yes, I have a couple kids. They have, they can be like a, one of the top players, but I need to work a lot and I need to, to do more because right now I'm so busy and next month I need to start to work because everybody go down and it's hard for me, but I know I can do this. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you have already accomplished so much. I am sure that you will be reaching your other goals in relationship to pickleball and what you want to build out. And I thank you so much today, Emmanuel, for being on the Pickleball Fire podcast. Oh, no, thank you, Lynn. And I really appreciate this opportunity. And I hope to see you in the court. That's a plan. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.